Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's a Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105 FM The Fan. I am Mike McGivern alongside the athletic director at Muskego High School. They're still rolling. Ryan McMillan, how you doing, pal? I'm doing really well. Man, good game last night? Franklin's good. Yep, Franklin. They're really uh, good. They're, they were really, really good. Uh, they got a bright future, too, because that quarterback's going to grow up. And yeah. uh, they're going to do some more things with him. He's, how, a, he's how, a special player. How did he play last night? He played well, but, uh, you know, he's a sophomore playing against the Muskego defense, and uh, he, he kept things alive and extended the timeline. But I don't think he saw a defense like what he saw last night, and I, he turned it over two or three times. Sure. Um, but he's going to grow, and he's going to learn from that, and I uh, hopefully we don't have to see him when he's a senior. Boy, I'll tell you what. I, we watched him um, on Thursday Night Lights, and he – he just lit up Oak Creek. Yeah, he's got good feet. Doesn't yes, go down very good first feet. time he gets hit. Um, it throws a good ball. He spins it well. Yep. Yes, he does. He does. So, seventeen uh, ten final. What was the crowd like? Good. Crowd was great. It uh, it took a little bit to bring everybody in, but uh, Franklin had a lot of uh, excitement on their side. They sold a, a ton of tickets early. Uh, Jordan, their AD over there, was working a little bit, so they packed their stands, and the Muskego faithful showed up and. Uh, we did a little elementary school VIP section in the <laughs> north end zone, and we got some uh, our admin team and, and mascots, and we had all sorts of stuff going. It was awesome. Man, you guys, I tell you what, you do make it an event. And and you know what? I, I make fun of it, like you when you had the craft fair and I couldn't park when it was quarter to five for yep. a 7 o'clock um, kick. But you guys do understand the importance. And, and, look, there are a lot of people that want to get involved, and they're hitching their wagon now. To, to not only the football team at Mosquito High School in a big way, you guys are man, rolling with a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, our girls' cross-country team just won state for the second year in a row. Our girls' tennis team finished uh, second for the first time in school history at Did state. They, they so, finished second? I didn't yeah. see that. They were our, our UW Credit Union Team of the Week a couple weeks ago yeah. and ended up t- uh, taking second. Good for them. They took uh, Homestead right down to the wire, and I think it basically came down to two games in tennis. So it, we, we lost 4-3 to Homestead, but they uh, they they haven't made a run like this ever in Muskego history. So they got a little sil- nice big silver trophy and came home. We got welcomed home by the – the girls' volleyball team and the crowd there at that game, and so that's pretty special for them. And our cross country group this week took off and went out to South Dakota, and they're running big regional national uh, meet out there. So I don't know why it's the you know it's 
It's, it's going to be cold, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like 30 degrees. You're, you're, oh, my goodness. You missed our show last week because you went up to support them. Yep. And it, it was cold up there last Saturday, Absolutely too. Absolutely. It was, it was snowing, flurries in the air. It was cool. And these cross-country people, if you've ever been to the event, people just start running, and they run all over. Like, all these fans are just like a mass. If you're not on your game, you're going to get trampled. <laughs> and did you wear cleats or what? I, I, I've learned, and I've kind of just stayed on the periphery, so I move. I try and stay ahead of the crowd a little bit. Man, that's awesome. Hey, uh, we've got a number of coaches going to join us, and some that haven't responded that I expect will respond. But so far, Ken Krause from Muskego is going to join us at 10.15. Steve Jones from Kimberly at uh, 10.30. Steve Rux from Waukesha West at 11. Uh, Matt Kern uh, at 11.15. Greg Brasgill from Lake Country, Lutheran, who put it. Good win. Whooping on St. Catharines. Yeah. Didn't, didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell him that. Maybe. I hope he's not listening. Because <laughs> I, I, I'd seen St. Catharines up close and personal, and, man, they're they're really good. I've reached out to a couple of other guys. Jeremy Korth from Nash. I haven't heard back yet uh, from him. Um, um, Paul Micklin, who is the head coach at Newman Catholic, the eight-man. They're going to the state finals. Oh, nice. And I reached out to Pat and I haven't heard back. Uh, Pat Rice, I keep reaching out to. We'll see if. Your boy from Wanakee's got to join us one of these He might weeks. still be sleeping. He got home late from a bus ride from Hartford. He's just hanging out. Yeah, so hopefully <laughs> we'll get him as as well. Um, looking at uh, at last night's game, any surprises for you, Coach? Uh, from our game? From from any of the games. Uh, uh, were you surprised that Bayport rolled on, on Marquette a little bit? Uh, a little bit, but everything I've been told – uh, from the coaches in the north, and even I had a few coaches down here as as we won uh, our last few playoff games. You know, get to get to Camp Randall and, and take on Bayport. Like everyone keeps saying, how good Bayport is, and they're the giant. And we'll find out this week if oh, they man. can get through Kimberly. Yeah, we'll we'll but, see. But can, can yeah, Bayport can Bayport get off the the bus without being down fourteen nothing? We've had these conversations in the past. Yeah, that's what right now. What Muskego does to some teams, and that definitely is what Kimberly does. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think this year probably because Bayport. I mean, getting that win against Marquette the way they did. No, I don't know that a lot of people saw that coming. But they're very physical up front. They run the ball. They come right at you, and then they got a great play action uh, game off of it. So, hey, I've reached out to Coach Farley from Brookfield East as well, and I'm hoping he'll get back to me because I'd sure like to have him on. They've done a great job. Over Holy there. Great cow! Job. Wait. You know, Menominee Falls, that's a good football team. For them to, to beat them 34-6, um, that one surprised me a little bit. And they're the four seed. The so, four I mean, seed. you got to give Coach Farley a little tip of the cap to him, getting the four seed and coming out and actually winning that bracket. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's really good. And um, I'm hoping that he will return um, my text and come on. The other one that, man, Waukesha West, 49 nothing. Running clock on on Burlington. Yeah. Um. I know that uh, their quarterback threw either three in the first quarter and one in the second, or you know, I think he had four in the first half that he threw. And he's uh, in the circles I run, and I don't know about you, but people are starting to talk about him as maybe first team all state. Yeah, he might have the stat line to do it. I mean, we'll. Uh... Where'd they play that game last night, by the way? I think at Waukesha West. Did they? Yeah, I okay. believe so. And we'll add, we have Steve Rux come out at 11 o'clock. We'll ask him, but I think he was that, he was a higher seed, right? Because uh, Burlington upset Waterford. Correct. That's right. Yep. So, yeah. So, so it would have been, been at, at home. It would have been at, at home. Nice. And uh, that, but to get, look, 
in basketball, when we got to the sectional semis and played Beloit Turner and got a running clock on them, I'd never seen that before yeah. in a sectional final basketball game. Yep. I'd never seen it. And you look at some of the other scores here, you know, a lot of them are pretty close, 24-14, 13-12, New Berlin-Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. I really wanted Kern to join us because when he's coming out at 11-15, there's a couple of different things we can do with that. Toughest loss of the week. Oh, yeah. UW Credit Union team of the week. We might combine them all and just say New Orleans <laughs> Eisenhower and all of it. There it is. 13-12. I'm just telling you, next time Plymouth and Eisenhower play, I'm going. Because every the last three times they've played have come down to games like this. Yeah, absolutely. They know they know each other well. And it's I mean, we just kind of experienced that last night where you get a couple new wrinkles, they hit home runs, and then it's a grinder. Man, and that's what uh, the, there it was as, as well. And you know what? I, I'm sure that Franklin, that, you know, they'd like to get out of this, you know, like to go play Muskego up at, at – uh, at the Cole, at the Cole Center at Camp Randall one day instead of playing him here <laughs> yeah. because I think Franklin's that good. Yeah, like, absolutely. They they would have a chance if, if it wasn't for Mosquito sitting there and they lost 17-10. Was it a was it down to the wire? Was it close? Would So it was 14-10 at half and then uh Franklin returned the sec- the second half opening kick uh down deep into Mosquito territory and the Mosquito defense again rose up and and made a stop, and I don't think uh, I don't know that they pushed it to a kick because I think they turned it over on downs. Okay, and then uh, the clock ran out. Muskego got in the fourth quarter, had the wind, and and our kicker rocked. Uh, I don't know how far it was, forty yard, or just smoked it really in the cold and, and drilled it. So then we got up ten seven or seventeen ten, and um, and held there, them. Yep, and then we held them down, and you know, then we again we had the wind, so the kicking game played to our favor. Sure, and uh, we pinned them deep, and our defense came out and got. Uh, I think they got one first down or two, and then the clock ran out, and you know, Coach uh, Brown over there had to burn his time ups timeouts out on the previous defensive series, and it just uh, that was the end. Yep. Yeah, boy, it it seems like uh, certainly Muskego's capable of of doing that. They wear you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if their defense gets as much credit as it should. Because their offense gets a lot of credit, right? And made their defense is playing really well. Absolutely, they are. They and they've gotten put in some tough situations. Last night, Franklin did some unique things. Uh, I shouldn't say unique things; just solid execution on their special teams. They returned a punt down to the two, and uh, did some things. And our defense kept battling, made them take three, four plays to score. I mean, there's just there's a lot that the defense is doing to keep us in games. And again, Coach Krause and them are figuring out how to hit a home run and get a couple points on the board, and away we go. Hey, so what's that going to be like for you? It's pretty, be a nice, easy drive for you next week. It looks like <laughs> to me, you guys are playing at Oconomowoc. Yep. yep. Madison Memorial um, at uh, versus Muskego at at uh, at Oconomowoc. As the AD at Muskego, how who selects the location of where that that game is going to be? How does that work? So it all comes from the WIA. We got an email, I think, on was it Wednesday, probably Wednesday or Thursday of this prior week, and basically. They have every division, and they have every possibility of each team winning and then each of the possible locations. So the only one that was kind of clear-cut was Division One, And we said whoever won our game and whoever won the Madison game, you're playing at Oconomowoc, and it was kind of decided. But a lot of the other divisions had multiple options, and then they had like three or four facilities listed to potentially hosting. And so it'll be interesting to see um, what Wade Lebecki and the WIA does to solidify that uh, Today and tomorrow. 
So in Division Two, Brookfield East will play the winner of Kakana Superior. They're playing today. Yep. Correct because of the travel part of it. Yep. And that that game will be in Marshfield next week. I'm almost certain that I remember that. Okay. And then uh, Wanaki is going to come down and play uh, Waukesha West at Kennel Moraine. Yeah, a little home game for uh, <laughs> Waukesha West. Hey, <laughs> hey man, you will talk to Rux about that. I don't it's know okay. how that happens. I mean, we're a Class Gate school playing on a Class Gate facility too. So I mean. It's just you try and hit the middle of the road, and you want everyone on a turf surface so it's a clean surface and everything can be in a good facility and allow the kids to showcase their talents and let it be settled. So I don't, I mean, I don't think you're going to get too much rebuttal because there's, you know, from Oconomowoc to Madison, there's no turf field. So where are you going to put yeah, people halfway? Right. And and Kettle Moraine's a nice facility, holds a lot of people. And yeah. Wanakee, look, he, you know Coach Rice. He's, there's no excuses, man. We'll yeah. get on the bus. We'll play wherever you need to play. Yep. Yeah. Um, Division Three Menominee against uh, Menasha at Marshfield High School, and then uh, DeForest, who's awfully good. New Berlin Eisenhower at Slinger High School. There you go. Yeah, that might be a. I gotta figure out which one I'm gonna go to. I didn't go to any last night. DeForest is legit. They are. Aren't They're they? good. And this is their coach's last year, so they kind of got the whole. We're gonna send them out the right way. He's yeah. been there twenty years and and done some really nice things. And they're 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 legit. They're good. Yeah, they beat Wanakee, right? Yeah, they did. River Valley against Catholic Memorial. They're playing that game at Bigfoot. That's Division Four. A Wrightstown versus Keel at Appleton East High School. And then uh, the only one other one around here is Lake Country Lutheran. They're going to McFarland to play Prairie du Chien. So that there's some driving going on. Absolutely. There's, there's no doubt, and it and it should. That's 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 uh, what this time of year is is definitely all about. What uh, what do you know about Madison Memorial? Anything? I'm sure Coach Krause knows. But. Um, yeah, their quarterback is a three year starter, uh, so he's a, a really good leader. And he, what I've been told, is he brings everybody else's uh, game level up and, and rises up, if you will. Um, so anytime you have that that senior quarterback, and you just talked about Walks of West, when you got that senior QB to lean on, and he's been through you know the gauntlet a few times, sure. and he's confident, and he's not getting frazzled. So they got they got a special kid that way, and I think they got an opportunistic defense. Um, obviously, I haven't seen any film on him, but no. I'm just going to go on on what we've heard. But uh, I know Coach Krause and especially Coach Lucchese, they're already grinding it oh, out. Oh, yeah. They're, they're all over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? And I'm sure that they enjoyed that that one last night for about a half hour. And yep. you get in the locker room and you're cheering and the kids are feeling great. And as soon as they get in the car and they're heading home or going to grab a hamburger or whatever, right. coaching staff comes together and it's, hey, good win. All right, now let's look. Yep. Who, who won? I, do you think they were surprised at all that Madison Memorial won that game? Uh, I think some people thought some Prairie was a hot team, but Memorial did beat some Prairie real early in the year. I know some Prairie had some kids in and out as right. early in the season. They kind of solidified those things as as Coach Kaminsky made their run here uh, late in the deal. But, uh, you know, Memorial's legit. They're unbeaten. The hard part about Memorial is I don't know that they've played anybody outside of the Big 8, and that's not anything they can control or fault. So I know if there's one conference out there that's really looking forward to next year when we get to have oh, the two man. non-conference games, it's that Madison uh, Big 8 conference because they've been locked into Dane County for, I mean, years, and it's just getting old because you're playing all the same people and you never really get to see any new set, new faces. And then you get to the playoffs and you're playing the same. Yeah, it's like a conference tournament for right. them in the, in the playoffs. So they want, I mean, yeah, they want to get I out. Thought, but... I thought Sun Prairie's going to get that win. Yeah. I, I did. 
and because I, you know, he had them rolling, and yep. they had had some upsets, and they just looked like a team to me that had a chance, you know, sure. to to ride that 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 wave of being hot. And I don't, th- you know, they knew Madison Memorial. You know, Madison Memorial to me is a basketball school. Yeah, you know, they've had some great success. Coach Collins at at Memorial has done great work, and right. they've won some state championships. Yep. Not, not been a big football powerhouse for sure, right? They, they uh, what was it, 2015, I think? They had an undefeated Memorial team as well that, uh, that I think, finished the year 11-1 or 10-1 or something like that. Hey, let's get you a break on this side of the break. Uh, the head coach Muskego is going to join us just for a few minutes. He's got some stuff going on today that we're just going to spend a few minutes with him congratulate him and ask him what he has seen on Madison Memorial. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern, alongside the athletic director at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. Big hockey game this morning. Yeah, big one. Huh? U8 mites. U8 it mites. Was intense. Yeah. What is your daughter's name? Elena. Elena. She uh, she finished one. She, she got did. a goal. She did. She uh, did a nice job putting it home, and her, her teammate set her up, and she finished the deal. Is that her first goal, or is she a goal scorer? Uh, she played goalie last week, so oh. she stopped a bunch, and yeah. so this is the first one of the season this Good year. Good for her. Yeah, they were all set to join us here for a segment. We were talking youth uh, girls hockey, but they decided that, sorry, Dad, we're going to a friend's house. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. Hey, join us on the line, the head football coach at Muskego, and they're, they're just rolling. Um, they had a tough, tough game last night and got and beat a really good Franklin team. Ken Krause, how you doing, Coach? Uh, we're alive again, so we're we're happy right now. There's no doubt about that. Man, I Bye-bye. keep I keep texting you every Saturday morning around <laughs> seven o'clock. Come on, Coach, can I get a few minutes, Coach? Before we talk about um, your game next week with Madison Memorial, that Franklin team, you know, you've got to give a lot of credit to to those boys. That sophomore quarterback is good. Lewis Brown is. That that program is as good as they get. Yeah, I kind of joked with those guys last year in pregame that we might as well consider ourselves conference opponents because I think their low levels have been undefeated the last couple of years and so far. So you know, we know we're probably going to play those guys every year in the playoffs. And so was not surprised that we had them in the final eight and stayed for the fourth time in the last five years. Boy, I'll tell you, I said to Ryan, I bet Franklin would like to to one time get out of, or you'd like to get out of having to play each other every year. And, and I think personally that if they were, if they sent them in a different area, there's a good chance that you'd be playing them up at Camp Randall. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, their, their defense is outstanding. Obviously Gavin Meyer is, is a superstar. You know, they have a great offense and, you know, I think in our part of the state, we're arguably the two best teams in the state. So, you know, someone had to lose. And so we were fortunate to move on, but they're, they're definitely, a, you look at their statistics and, their season, they're they're an awesome program and team. Yeah, I agree. Hey, coach, let's move on to Madison Memorial a little bit. I don't know a whole lot about them as a football program. I, I certainly know a lot about their basketball program, but um, do you know much about them? Have you been taking a look at at, at Madison Memorial all along the way, or did you just start looking at them last night? Yeah, to be quite honest, you know, I just for me personally, I just focus on the opponent we have. Um, so we were all about Franklin this week, and obviously, as we talked earlier, they're such a good team that that's all we could worry about. And 
so we've been kind of working our way last night, you know, researching them, and then this morning with the film and everything. So uh, very athletic team. They've got a really good offense. They, they like to pound the rock, and as, as Mr. McMillan mentioned, their coach, about their quarterback, a three-year starter, their, their defense is fast. So I'm looking forward to just playing somebody different. You know, we've yeah. played two common opponents, and I, I think as a coach, it's exciting when you play somebody new. We've never played them, you know, so I'm, I'm just super excited to play somebody different, and I think it's going to be fun for the coaches and players. Coach, when you said they like to pound the rock, so are, are they a run team like you guys, or, or do they throw it a little bit more than – well, it's about everybody throws a little <laughs> bit more than you do, but uh, you threw it once at a boy for a touchdown. Um, but did they? We got three or three for three last night. Yeah. So. Wow, they had a big home run though too. But yeah, yep. That's um, awesome. Do they? Did, does their quarterback throw the ball a little bit? Um, you know, it's more. They, what I notice is that they seem to be more of a run type offense. They've got two, two really good running backs, and they do throw a little bit more than we do. It and you're right, we probably throw a little bit less than the average team, but. Um, I think their strength is, is they like to get in that ISO and pound the rock. So, hey, what, what kind of size do they have? Are they is that a big team? Um, I didn't look at their offensive line starters, but I'm assuming I know their running backs are physical players. Just watching the film uh, a little bit briefly, our defensive staff breaks down that part. Yeah, I'm watching their their defense. Their defense looks fast and physical. Hey, coach, I, I got to ask you this. You know, when when a team has as as, as much success as as you have had last few years sometimes what happens is the younger kids just feel like all they've got to do is put that uniform on put that jersey on and this senior class never felt that way this senior class has bought in they've been in the weight room and they they have never you know had that feeling like look we're mosquito of course we're going to win correct yeah i think that that starts our coaching staff uh one of our themes it's about us so like the first thing I do every weekend is I watch our game film from last night, and that's the first thing that we is, we do as an offensive and defensive staff and special teams. We address the things that we need to work on from Friday night. We film practice every day, and the very first thing we do the next day is we show our mistakes in practice. So, you know, we, we focus, to be honest, a lot more on ourselves first because a lot of times when things don't work, it's more to do with what we do rather than what the opponent is doing. So I think it keeps our kids humbled, keeps them hungry, you know, because they know that they're going to be filmed at practice, and if they're not giving their best effort, you know, they're going to be, you know, called out for that, you know, the following day. So I think that's one of the strengths of our program is uh, we're competing against ourselves. It's the man in the mirror, um, and, and I think that's helped us uh, with this great streak. Hey, Coach, I know you've got some stuff to get to, so we're going to cut you loose. Good luck. Friday night you travel to Oconomowoc to play Madison Memorial. I hope to be texting you next Saturday, Coach. I love those texts at 7 a.m. I hear my phone beep. I'm like, that's got to be a McGivern. It's got to be. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good feeling. I, those, those are texts you want. Excellent. <laughs> that's for sure. Hey, have a good weekend. Uh, get those boys ready to play uh, Madison Memorial next week, Coach. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. And a shout-out to uh, Coach McMillan helping us out uh, at halftime, making a decision on our extra points or our field goal decision with the win. So assist our AD last night as well. Big field goal at the end of the game with the win there from Dunning. So uh, we're very, very fortunate to have them. A successful former head football coach in our program is AD. He's a big part of this as well. So he, had, he had a part last night in our win. So thanks, Coach. You bet. Thank yeah, you, Coach. I, I tell you what, he uh, missed the show last week so he could support that cross-country team, and he's all in on Muskego, I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, Ken, thank you very much, man. Good luck next week. 
Yep. Again, thanks for having us on, and, and uh, I hope I get a 7 a.m. text next week. Oh, it'll, it may come a little <laughs> early next week because I got to I got to book that show as early as possible. Ken Kraus, the head football coach at Muskego. Hey, you know he talked about look, it's the man in the mirror, and it's man. You know, some people just say those words. These guys believe it. You know, they they believe, and it doesn't. They're they're not happy. With hey, look, we want to stay championship. They're like, let's, there's no reason why we can't go win two. Let's go get another one. But they don't take anybody for granted. They can't in that conference. No, and that's the thing is is you know you look at the playoffs in particular. McGuanagoe was a nail biter at the start, and we kind of extended it late, you know. But they were super confident. Obviously, they asked for Muskego. Who, right. I mean, a lot of people do that. I think Franklin. They were super confident coming in as well, but it's just there's really been no um, no gifts for us. And, and we looked at our bracket and go, wow, we're going to have a tough road if we're going to make it. Yeah, and, you uh, said that right off the jump. That first show we did when the brackets came out, Yep. Um, you said, look, I this is going to be, if we can get there again, it's going to be a really difficult road for us. Yeah, we aren't sneaking up on anybody this year either. No. And we're getting everybody's best shot, and I think – you know, I kind of alluded to it earlier in the show, but like Franklin, there was an energy there. There was an excitement there. Like they, it reminded me of us last year where that hunger and that bite, they wanted to come get it. And I think they truly believed it. And kudos to our staff and our kids and really our community for coming out, our elementary schools, you name it, for coming out and giving us that support and that energy that we needed. And uh, they'll to, show up in Oconomowoc again, won't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Last question, we'll get to a break. When we've had this discussion before, but this is Franklin, they don't get to the field and hope to win. No. They get to the field, expect to win, because yeah. that's what Lewis Brown and his staff have done at Franklin. And when you win as much as they win, you go to the field expecting to win. And that's always scarier for me. You know, the one unique thing about that Muskego-Franklin uh, game, and I could be I could be wrong, but I'm almost certain that in the last five years, Whoever's won that game has ended up in Camp Randall. Yeah. I mean, because Franklin was there two, three times, three, four years ago. Yep. Um, back to back, they played Kimberly and Arrowhead, I think, is, is the two schools. And then obviously we got there last year, and now we're, you know, hopefully we can get there again this year. But the, it seems to be the winner of that game gets to get make it. So hopefully it holds true. Mosquito kids getting tired of all these celebrations? No, no, it's fun to celebrate, <laughs> yeah, you know, is. and it's... you have to celebrate. A lot of people forget that. You start winning, winning, winning. You can't take that for granted. You stop celebrating, you you take the fun out of it. That's It's important because like, it it's hard. It doesn't matter who the kids are, who the group is. Each year is difficult. As you know, as a basketball coach, Oof. it's not like you're always going to just keep making your free throws because you made the last one. you got to keep working on it. And You know, you put the work in, you got to celebrate and enjoy the moments. You know, I had asked uh, Steve Jones, who's our next guest when we get to a break, um, when they were during that streak, which is the, the, you know, the the most in the country of a high school team, I said, hey, does the community start taking it for granted a little bit? And he goes, yeah, a little bit. They do. You know, they, you know, they see somebody who might not be having a great year on the schedule and they go, well, Kimberly's going to beat them. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not that easy. Right. You know, it's hard when you're in the trenches and you're at practice every day. And people don't know what's going on in these kids' lives. Yeah. You know, they don't know what's going on in the coaching staff's lives. We're, they're not robots. And I, I have that discussion with my wife a lot. Yeah. She'd be like, how can Giannis not make a free? Not a robot. Right. Are you kidding me? That kind of stuff. So let's get you a break. Other side of the break, Steve Jones, head football coach at Kimberly, will join us. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. 
on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan, I'm Mike McGiver alongside Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. Our next guest, we get a chance to talk to him a lot this time of year, Steve Jones, head football coach at the undefeated Kimberly Papermakers. Coach, uh, congratulations. Good win last night. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it was a fun night. It was a cold night, but uh, I'm glad to, to be able to play one more week here. Coach, 35-6 was the final. Um, you know, Appleton North's a really good football program, and you know that, and you know them really well. Uh, any any surprise to you on that score? Did you guys just, were you hitting on all cylinders on both sides of the ball? Yeah, you know, they are a good football program, and I think playing the same team twice can pose its own problems. So I was happy with how we played. Uh, they ended up blocking a punt. Um, and they got down one yard line, so they punched in from the one. That was their only score, but... You know, I, I think our defense, you know, played really well. Maybe the best game of the year, and you know, um, offensively, we, you know, we scored enough. So I was happy with how we played. Coach, I always think that, um, and I've said this before, teams that are playing their best football down the stretch, or basketball for that matter, I think are, are you know, it comes to for, to that coaching staff that understands, you know, how to how to get these kids playing their best football or basketball at the end of the season. And and certainly, if you feel like your 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 defense played the best game that they've played all year, that's a really good sign for Kimberly, correct? Yeah, that's what you want. You're exactly right. You want to be playing your best at the end, and that's that's the goal, and that's really our goal in our program and, and how we gauge success in our program is if we're getting better each week and we don't really pay attention to the scoreboard, but we look at the growth of our team, and, and you said it. You know, I, I'm a little biased, but I think I have the best – staff in the state you know our, our staff is unbelievable they work extremely hard and they're really good people that are great you know role models for our kids so you know I'm, I'm lucky enough to talk to you guys uh, on the phone and do some of those things but you know I think the real credit uh, belongs to the staff as a whole. Hey coach can you walk us through what you, you know this time of year do you guys get together your team this uh, today tomorrow or do you give the boys the weekend off and and coaching staff gets together like what is what is kind of your um, your method as far as getting them ready to play against Bayport? Yeah, we, we, we're a Sunday uh, evening uh, program, so we could bring our kids in around 4 o'clock. Um, and, you know, we, we usually start off with a meeting, a team meeting, and, um, and some special team stuff. We get a lift in, and, and then we watch film and, uh, and start getting ready for the next week opponent. So, you know, our staff is in here this morning and, and getting ready and, and trying to put together a game plan to present to our kids on Sunday, and then we hit the ground running on Monday. Hey, how much uh, how much do you know about Bayport? Did you know much about Bayport before you were watching film today? Um, yeah, well, you, you hear about them and you see them on the news up by us, and you know we played them level three last year. Yep. And they were really talented last year and uh, returned almost everybody. So we had a good feeling that they're going to be uh, a really good football team, which they are, and. You know, you, you turn on the film uh, and, and all the hype that you hear about the points they're putting up and how good they are, you, you can see it on film. It's probably one of the more talented teams I've seen on film in a long time. Um, you know, and they got depth, they got size, they got skill, they got everything you want. So uh, I don't think they've scored less than 42 points this year um, and, you know, put up 56 points against a really good uh, defense in Marquette. Uh, so they're the real deal. We're going to have our hands full. There's no doubt about it. 
Yeah, I was listening to some of that Marquette game last night. They were up 21-7 at half, and, and uh, you know, they had a pick six right off the bat to, to get up uh, 7-0, and, and they were up 21-0 when Marquette scored to get it to 21-7. But their second half, obviously, I didn't, I, went, I didn't go back and listen to the second half, but the score 56 total on what you – and I agree with you, Marquette. I've had guys here in their conference – Say, look, their defense is as good as any defense in the conference, and for them to put fifty six up on Marquette, that's a big number, and that's eye opening for me. Yeah, and, and, and as you say, they they did it in different ways. You know, starting off with a pick six, and you know, they in the second half, they you know they threw the ball well, they ran the ball well between the tackles, they got outside. So, um, you know, they can hurt you a lot of different ways because of all the talent they have spread across you know, across the field, and you know, obviously well coached and. Uh, they play hard, and they, they're fundamentally sound. Um, and like I said, we saw it last year in Level 3. We were fortunate to get the win at their place in Level 3, but the, the vast majority of their team are underclassmen. So now you get a, a team that's experienced coming into the playoffs here, and, and they're playing at a high level. Hey, Coach, from a little football operations perspective, what's your thoughts on where your game's going to be at? It's rare do you find two schools that are driving to the south to get to Titan Stadium. Is there... <laughs> I mean, is there any other facilities up there that you think this could be at, or is that going to be the premier spot to be, or what's your thoughts there? I, I was, you know, we were kind of pushing for Lambeau. I think the Packers <laughs> are away, but I That'd don't know awesome. if that would um, You know, the, the other spot to be serious, I, I thought maybe uh, St. Norbert College uh, would have been would have been a spot that was kind of in between. Uh, they have tremendous facilities there, a uh, great stadium. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I, I don't know what the process of the WIA, and you know, I know that we We've played at Titan Stadium here. I think it's been the last six years in a row, uh, level four games. So I don't know if that's just kind of penciled in of, of that's where that's where it's going to be. But you know, we're we're just happy to obviously be in in, in the final four here, and uh, never going to complain when we're going to play. That's for sure. Hey, coach, we had this conversation a little bit earlier, and we've done it throughout the weeks. But there are certain teams that that you know, other teams before they get off the bus, they might be down seven or fourteen nothing. And Kimberly is one of those. Muskego is one of those right now. Um, I think Arrowhead years ago used to be that team where they're, 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 if you read what's on the front of the jersey, you know, sometimes those kids are, you know, they're down a little bit before they even start the game. Do you, do you have that feeling that that, that happens at times to, to opponents to Kimberly? Yeah, that's, that's a tough question. I, I, I don't know how to best answer that. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't think so. I, you know, uh, but I could be wrong. You know, I, uh, I don't see it a lot. Um, you know, I, I would hope that, you know, that we're, our kids are never thinking that. That's for sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, you know, obviously the, the further you go along the playoffs and the better programs you see, I, you know, I, I don't know if, if we really run into that, but that's just from my perspective. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I have the best answer for you on that one, Mike. No, that's all right because it's it's interesting when you talk about teams that that get to the field and, and expect to win. There are teams that you know get to the field and hope they win. You know, hope we can get a win today. And then there are teams and and we talked about Muskego and Franklin being one of those teams, Kimberly being one of those teams that you know what you you expect that we're going to go out there and we're going to play well and we're going to win, especially this time of year. And I think that's a different animal than a team that goes to the field hoping to win. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that comment 100. percent I think that you know that that comes down to culture and leadership and you know because I think we tell our kids all the time that the best teams are player led, 
And uh, I think it's one one thing if a coach is giving a pep talk and then, you know, the kids are leaving the pep talk and they're having different conversations about really what's going to happen. And I think if, if the kids are truly believing and the leaders are in the, in the team and they're, and they're speaking the same language as the coaching staff, I think that's how the culture spreads. And, and that's what you want as a coach is everybody stepping on the field believing no matter who's going to line up across from you that, that you've done the work and you've prepared. And uh, it's not going to be given to you, but you got to go earn it. But it's definitely something that uh, we're capable of doing. Hey, last question. We'll cut you loose. You know, servant leadership and, and that part of has always been, you know, the core of what you do and how you do it. How has his senior class at Kimberly bought into to that part of the journey for you? They're unbelievable, you know. And, and uh, I would say that one thing that stands out about this class is they, they truly care about everybody. And I know that may doesn't sound like a lot from the outside looking in, but I think I think connected teams are powerful teams, and it starts with the, with the seniors. And uh, if, if they are truly caring about each other and, and, and the underclassmen, Regardless if they're a starter, regardless if you know they're never going to see the field, but if if our kids truly care about each other and love each other and play for each other, um, you know I think that those are the best type of teams and those are the funnest kids to be around. So you know they're taking that on and they're they're you know one thing that we base our program on is that the seniors are serving the freshmen and the other class, underclassmen and you see that you know our seniors are the ones that are picking up the locker room and taking younger kids home and taking care of them and. Um, and that's when, again, culture spreads. So I can't say enough for our, our upperclassmen. We've had, a, unfortunately, a rash of injuries, and I think the other cool thing is, is those kids that have been out with season and injuries, seniors, they're coming every day to practice, and they're coaching just as hard as the coaches, and they're caring, and um, they're very easy to check out as a senior that uh, just lost their, their career. Uh, but those kids are showing up and, and, uh, and doing everything they can to help the, the younger kids that are stepping in. So it's been neat to see. Well, it's cool. You know, down this neck of the woods, everybody talks about Steve Jones as being just, you know what, one of the best coaches um, that there is in the state. And the next thing they talk about is the the, the, the leadership stuff that he does with these kids. And, and people are as impressed with that part of his program as they are with the wins. And uh, that's pretty awesome. Well, that's why their program is where it is with the wins is because of all the the foundation that they built and the groundwork that they continue to commit commit to that process, and you get those seniors that are sticking around and feeding right back in, and the cycle just keeps continuing. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Hey, Coach, I hope to be able to text you on Saturday next week. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I hope so, too. I like talking to you guys, so thanks for having me, and uh, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hey, you got it. Good luck thanks, next, uh, good next luck. week. You'd at, uh, at Titan Stadium in Oshkosh against Bayport, we'll get to a break. I did get a text from Jeremy Korth at Menashe. We might be able to get him on here uh, next segment. Let's I hope so. You know what? He's, man, beat a really good team last night. They're, Menashe is good. Yeah, they are. They're, they get after it. And uh, that, uh, I, I would like to talk to him. He's been uh, pretty kind with his time to me here the last few months. So we will try to get a hold of, of uh, the head football coach at Menashe. If not, I've got a few questions for you about this time of year. This yeah. is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. Our next guest, and I'm 
Really pleased. Thank you so much for your time. He's the head football coach at Menasha. They got a really good win last night. They beat the team that a lot of people picked to, to maybe win um, Division Three, And at least down in the Nisnack, people were talking West to Pier like crazy. And Jeremy Korth, head football coach at Menasha, they beat uh, West to Pier. They traveled to West to Pier and beat them 24-14. That's a good win last night, Coach. Oh, absolutely. Wow. You know, yeah. West to Pier, again, was the team that, like Ryan and I were talking during the break, man, they, they they haven't lost much lately. They they lost in the state finals last year, right? Yep. And yeah, they, absolutely. They, they had that first half, but you got you got to coach against Billy Young for two halves, I guess, <laughs> and how that goes. Mm-hmm. You get a chance now to, to to travel to Marshfield to play Menominee, um, coach. What do you, first of all, congratulations on a really good win last night. Did you guys get out of that game healthy? Yeah, we did. We did actually. Uh, we're healthier today than we were last Saturday. Let's put it that way. Boy, that that's uh, that's good. Look, I saw how hard your guys work in the off season, doing that segment for around the corner um, that you were kind enough to to work with me on. And and I know you you were uh, I think taking your daughter up to to Madison with the day that I was up there. But man, I watched how hard these kids were working, and. Uh, you know, it didn't surprise me that you got to the playoffs. Didn't surprise me you got deep in the playoffs. The West Pier win that surprised me a little bit, Coach. I'm not going to lie to you. And now you get a chance to play a really a storied program like Menominee. Um, how much do you know about them so far? Well, we know that they're they're well coached. You know, offensively and defensively. You know, they have uh, Coach Labuda and Coach uh, Bundy there coaching the defense and. Uh, you know they do a lot of different things. They they're a tough uh, team to play against. They're they're a tough prep, uh, not only in the scheme wise, but they also you know they do they, they come out and they play hard and they play for their town. They play for their coach. So you always know that when you play Menominee, you're gonna you're gonna get a really physical football team that gets after it every game, every play. Hey coach, when when I was getting ready to do that segment for around the corner, we talked about your senior class. And we talked about the, the, the some of the things that you guys do, um, because you how important the leadership stuff. As we talked to Steve Jones and Kimberly, that he believes in, that you believe in. How much um, does this senior class having to buy in from their freshman year on? How much does that help the success of the program? And how much did they have to do with that win last night? Absolutely. You know, um, the good thing about this year is that. The things we're talking about are all coming together, and the kids are seeing as it, it as it plays out, and the young kids are getting to see exactly all the things that we're talking about in the you know character and leadership and in the room off the field that it's all kind of playing out and it's coming to fruition, and you know it's just not something it's not coach talk it's real it's life, it's the type of stuff that gets you places, and it makes a difference between uh, being successful and maybe being unsuccessful. Hey, one thing that was really impressive it was the uh, the field that you guys play on uh, up in uh, Menasha and, and just the beautiful um, facility that that was relatively new, correct? Yes. Yep. It's Years just old. it's just beautiful. And they're going it to is. Marshfield, which I believe just redid their whole facility too. So he's got a yeah. I was pretty nice. Hey, I was there, and and we couldn't actually we did it around the corner there as well, and we couldn't get on the field. When we were there, because they were putting the track in, yeah. And but oh, we really? got to we got to look in, and man, it looked absolutely gorgeous. It's a really nice, cool facility. That's cool. 
Yeah, you're gonna, yeah. and and there would be enough room for for the fans from Menominee that are gonna make the trip, and certainly for the fans from uh, Manasha. How much does this community fall in love with this team, Coach? You know, it's it's amazing. Every year, our community. The, I don't know how many communities are, are similar to Menasha. I, 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 you know, everybody's got their own community and their love, but. Uh, uh, football in Menasha has been, uh, you know, the last 10 to 15 years has been something that uh, people could kind of hang their head on a little bit. And, uh, you know, I can't believe the support that we have. And it's it's, it's a lot of little things, too. We got, we got we got guys on the sideline, you know, helping out with making sure we got heaters. We got, you know, fans offering to do this, fans offering to do that. What can we what can we get for you, coach? What can we do for you? You know, it's it's amazing. It's, a, and it's not always just in times when uh, – when you're winning either you know it's there all the time and it's it's pretty impressive so you know that and our administration too at Menasha it's uh, it's what do you need you know it's not you know I don't you know it's not that they don't tell you no but it's while they they try to help you out as much as you possibly can yeah it's really important to have a good AD certainly at that (laughs) school as I've got the AD from Mosquito sitting next to me you know coach I didn't know a lot about Menasha as a community before I did that with Around the Corner, when I was talking to you about it, and when you said, look, you know, th- this these are hardworking people up here. You know, this this is not a silver spoon kind of place, and these kids are, are, are they're, they're growing up in, in, in houses where their parents are working hard to, to, to make a living. I, I, for some reason, from the outside in, I thought Menasha was, 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 more of a, a real wealthy area, and you said, no, you're wrong on that. And these kids are tough kids, and and uh, obviously that's showing. And um, I love the fact that the community is completely bought into this team. Absolutely. You know, we've turned that, you know, some could say it's a negative that, you know, you got 70%. I, I hear a lot of coaches, I hear a lot of school districts that say, well, you know, we got uh, 50%, we got 60% free and reduced, and, you know, our kids don't have a lot of money, but we like to take that and, that negative and turn it into a huge positive because uh, what can we offer for these kids? And we offer this second family, you know, everybody has got their, their primary family, hopefully, but uh, we offer a second family that's really strong and that if they, uh, you know, buy into what we're talking about, they're going to be somewhere and they're going to do something. We got a lot of kids right now in college that I thought never would have thought when they were sixth graders and I had them over at middle school that uh, they would go to college someday. So I'm really proud of what we've done. You know, and so, you know, just taking that. A lot of our kids are, you got to understand, are also in survival mode at times. You know, it, it's amazing what some of these kids have gone through. We've worked through a lot of things even this year, but uh, it's all coming together. Man, that's awesome. Did you say, um, Manash, you guys are 70%? Yeah, I think just right, right around 70, yep. Wow. Well, I got to tell you, Coach, I've been, I've been keeping an eye. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, kudos to your staff too, Coach, for doing that because not, I mean – you know, some of the suburbs and things and a lot of the coaches maybe still involved in the tournament might not understand exactly what you're saying. And uh, that's not an easy test. I go back to when Coach Derby was here in studio. Remember how sure. he was talking about all the little different influences of managing St. John's Military yes. Academy? It's a little bit different, but Coach is doing the same thing. And you only get three hours with these kids. So nice job, Coach, on keeping these guys moving in the right direction. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, good luck. Uh, uh, safe travels to Marshfield. You're going to love that facility. And good luck against a, a really good storied program like Menominee. Coach, I hope to be sending you a text next Saturday morning. Sounds good. You got it. Jeremy Korth, head football coach at Menasha.
Yeah, you know what, Ryan? I didn't. I, for some reason, you know, you think of kind of the valley, and you think of some of that areas up there, and you think there's a lot of money. And he said, "Man, you're wrong." I'm with Menasha. That you know, there there are some at risk kids that we're really fighting to keep and right. to hold on to, and and have them be part of what we do. Um, and when he told me that number, that they're seventy percent, mm-hmm. that that's a big number. It's a really big number. Yeah, bigger than way way bigger than I thought. And when I was up there, we, he kept saying, "Look, can you get can you get up here early because we we have this thing going on on Tuesdays and it's like a tough Tuesday or something, and we open up the the uh, the football field and we have stations for these kids." And we have two groups that come through, one's at like 8 a.m. and one's at 9 a.m., and they go into leadership um, meetings prior to that. And it's for all kids. It's awesome. for girls, boys. You know, if you want to get through it, you get through it. And so I, I drove up and met the film crew early, and we and I watched as they went through this, and they were station to station, and there was no walking. Not walking between stations. You're sprinting, and you're, you know, you got to do this, do that. It. It's been it was really incredible for me to see it, and once that show comes out for around the corner, people will be able to see it as well. Absolutely. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we are uh, we're going to talk to Steve Rux, head football coach at Waukesha West. I love talking to this guy. What a what a nice win they had against Burlington. Absolutely, they've but, done a great job in hey, transitioning to level two. Hey, I got an update for you on Brook East on their site. Yes, it's talking level two, they will be traveling to Merrill or Manitowoc, depending who wins that game. Really? Yep. So those are the two sites where Brook East could be going on the other side of the I D2 wish, bracket. I wish Coach Farley would return my text. <laughs> he don't like me much. I don't know what I, I think I offended him sometimes. Someone's got to call him and tell him I to call in here. I can't figure out what I did, but I, I'm pretty sure I offended that young man somewhere along the way. We'll get to uh, Steve Rux on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 